0: Well, great to be with you this morning i don 't know about you, but uh, this time, every year, I always spend time reading through the story uh, leading up to uh, the crucifixion of jesus and uh, I do this to prepare my heart and mind for uh, what is a wonderful time of the year for us as followers of jesus and uh, As I read the story again, um, I was reminded of the amazing sacrifice that Jesus uh, gave for each and every one of us. Such an amazing point in history. So grateful. I'm in awe of what has happened. But as I read the story uh, this time, what struck me was some of the relational fallout that was happening or sitting right in the midst of this story and the way that Jesus responded to that. I find it remarkable that the very people that Jesus came to, uh, to save, to um, be with, uh, rejected him. Not all, but many rejected him. Um, think about it for a moment. The religious leaders, well, they from the get-go, from the very beginning, right through the narrative... Had it in for Jesus. The crowds. Well, they, uh, you know, at one point uh, saying, Hosanna, Hosanna, and at the next point saying, Crucify him, crucify him. Some believed, some didn't. And then there was the criminal that was on the cross that hurled insults at Jesus. You see, they simply missed it. And I reckon at this time of the year, Easter's uh, such a wonderful time just to have a breather, a break. Um, But sometimes we miss what Easter is all about. Then there were the disciples. Well, uh, these were the ones that spent three years with Jesus, doing life. They were doing ministry together. They sat under his teaching. They watched him do some incredible things. And at large, they... They uh, were right there for Jesus, but we see in the story uh, this morning as we've we've read that in Jesus' moment of need, they fled. When he was getting arrested, they fled and they left him there right in that moment. When uh, they're in the Garden of Gethsemane, the the disciples fall asleep. We see that in, in the passage of Scripture as well. And then there's Judas. Well, here's somebody who spent also three years with Jesus. He was close in that 12 with him. And yet, right at that, that crucial moment, he allowed Satan to influence his decisions and ends up betraying Jesus. Then there's Peter. This is probably his closest friend of, in the 12. And... Um, right in that moment where he was under the pressure of getting questioned about knowing Jesus, he denies him. You see, if this happened to you and I, these relational fallouts or you could say relational train wreck might respond in a completely different way. We might distance ourselves from the situation or look for ways of Paying back, but however, Jesus responds in a way that is only true to who he is. To the religious leaders, he remained largely silent as they questioned him. To the disciples, well, he trusted them with the greatest PD that you could ever get. To Judas, he didn't stop him. The scripture says that Jesus said to him, Do what you need to do. To Peter, post-resurrection, Jesus shows love and acceptance. You see, Jesus said yes when you and I would often say no. In the lead-up to the crucifixion, when things were going south, in the midst of Jesus' final hours, when the pain of rejection... Was compounding. Jesus said yes for you and for me. We read in scripture that soon after the Passover meal, Jesus and eleven disciples went off to the Garden of Gethsemane. Jesus told some of the disciples, except for, for Peter, James, and John, to just wait, wait, kind of maybe at the entrance, you would imagine while Jesus then went off into the garden to pray. We know reading uh, through the Gospels that Jesus became deeply troubled and distressed. My soul is crushed with grief to the point of death, Jesus says. This was tough for Jesus. Let's, let's uh, not forget that he was human and he was God. God. Luke describes Jesus in this moment as sweating very heavily as he prayed. I'm reminded of the words of Isaiah 53, acquainted with the deepest grief. We read in the passage that Jesus went further off into the garden and uh, he began to pray and he began to ask his father if it was all possible to remove this hour from him. And I love the words that Jesus used here, words that probably wouldn't have been used um, in prayer. Abba, Father. This sense of deep connection that Jesus has with his Father. Abba, Father. Intimacy with the Father. He cries out, Everything is possible for you. Please take this cup of suffering away from me. You see, Jesus in that moment knew what was ahead. As the sins of the world, of the the sins of you and I are poured upon him. This cup was God's judgment of sin poured upon him. And he's asking if there was some other way of taking this, um, of, of not going through this, this suffering, this weight of a broken world poured upon him that was going to disrupt the intimacy that he had with his father, both physical and spiritual, He pleaded with the Lord three times. His father three times with this. But right in this moment, Jesus says yes for you and for me by submitting to the will of his father. The story continues with Jesus getting arrested. The crowd of soldiers, it says, and temple police arrive with swords and clubs to arrest Jesus. And we see this scene of of, um, Judas coming in and he goes and he uses what would traditionally be a sign of affection as a sign of betrayal and kisses Jesus how does Jesus respond when well, we read in scripture that he asks this question question am I a dangerous revolutionary that you have come with swords and clubs to arrest me why didn't you arrest me in the temple he says I was there among you teaching every day. And then he says these words. But these things, these things are happening to fulfill what the scriptures say about me. You see, right in that moment, right in that moment, Jesus says yes by acknowledging that he's fulfilling what the prophets spoke about in the Old Testament. We read on and find Jesus standing uh, firstly before uh, re- the religious leaders and then before Pilate on trial. The religious leaders, right through the course of, of uh, Jesus' ministry, were desperately looking for evidence to have Jesus put to death. Are you Jesus, the Son of God, they asked? We pick it up in Mark. And once again, we see Jesus' response or his stillness in this moment. Then the high priest stood up before the others and they asked Jesus, well, aren't you going to answer these charges? What do you have to say for yourself? But Jesus... Was silent and made no reply. Then the, then the high priest asked him, Are you the Messiah? The son of the blessed one? This is Jesus' response I am. I am. And you will see the Son of Man seated in the place of power at God's right hand and coming on the clouds of heaven. At this moment, they were outraged. The religious leaders were outraged. They tore their clothes. They spat on Jesus. They mocked him. They finally had the evidence. Blasphemy. We know that traditionally that The religious leaders didn't have the authority to hand over capital punishment, hand down capital punishment. So they handed Jesus over to Pilate. Pilate asked Jesus this question. Are you the king of the Jews? Jesus replied, you have said it. You see, right in this moment, Jesus says yes for you and I by declaring the truth about who he is. Jesus, knowing the cost, the pain and the suffering and the rejection, the humiliation, he says yes so that you and I can experience a relationship like him with his father. Jesus says yes because he loves us and wanted to make a way for us to love him. I think of the words of Isaiah 53 but he was pierced for our rebellion, crushed for our sins. He was beaten so that we could be whole, he was whipped so that we could be healed. I love the words of Jesus when he said this. Greater love has no one than this, that he lay down his life for his friends. Jesus said yes to laying down his life for you and for me so that we could have a relationship with God. So the question that I have today for all of us is will you say yes to Jesus maybe you're here for the very first time and something's happening today might be the day that you say yes I encourage that you might be here you've been on the journey for a while you've been talking with people you've been wrestling with this Jesus Maybe today you're just going through the motions. It's just something that is a part of your rhythm of going to church. Or maybe you're someone today who is sitting here saying, you know what? I want to go deeper. I want to chase harder. I want to become more like Jesus, I want to be a follower that really is 100% sold out for Jesus. Whatever it is, whatever stage you are sitting in today, Jesus modelled and he invites you to say yes. Today, we're going to take communion, communion in a few moments We've got a team of helpers that are going to come and they're going to serve you. There'll be a cup that you'll be given and some bread. The bread is gluten-free, so um, if that's uh, something that you're looking for, uh, that uh, is available for you there. If you're watching online, uh, uh, this is a good moment to maybe go and get some juice or some bread um, as we take communion together the bread is for us or is a reminder of Christ's body that was given up for us the cup is a reminder of the blood that was shed for us for the forgiveness of sins I'm going to ask today that you just hold on to your cups and your bread at home you can do that we're going to take communion together this morning I love Paul's reminder when he says to the church at Corinth that whenever we do this whenever we take communion together we are proclaiming the Lord's death his resurrection until he comes again we look forward to that day we live in hope in this moment as we remember At noon, darkness fell across the whole land until three o'clock. Then at three o'clock, Jesus called out with a loud voice, My God, my God, why have you abandoned me? Some of the bystanders misunderstood and thought he was calling out for Elijah. One of them ran and filled a sponge with sour wine holding it up to him on a reed stick so he could drink. Wait, he said. Let's see whether Elijah comes to take him down. Then Jesus uttered another loud cry and breathed his last. Re- read in scripture when jesus was sitting with his disciples the night before all of this happened he took a piece of bread and he blessed it and he broke it into pieces and gave it to his disciples saying take eat this is my body let's eat together In that moment, he also took a cup of wine and gave thanks to God for it. He gave it to them and they drank it. They drank from him. Let's drink this morning together as we remember the blood that was poured out for each and every one of us. Heavenly Father, we're just in an awe of who you are. We thank you for your son's death on the cross. And Lord, what that means to us. Lord Jesus, your willingness to say yes for each and every one of us, means so much to us. We love you for that. Lord, today we remember the the sacrifice, the pain that you went through so that we can experience life and life to the full. Lord, we're in awe of that. Lord, we recognise as we sit here today that we often wonder from you we sometimes even turn our backs against you but today we say afresh yes you are the king of kings you are the lord of lords you make all the difference to us thank you lord help us as we we journey through this day this weekend this week Lord, that we would never forget the great sacrifice that you made for for us on the cross. May we never forget the way that that changes us. And we commit our lives afresh to you today. We say yes. Amen.